Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back to Edward here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Monday, March 20th. We got five games on the schedule tonight, uh, so finally we get a Monday show with just a reasonable amount of games. You know, not too many, not too little. You can kind of flip around and watch most of them here tonight, so that's pretty good. But uh, so money, Alex, joining me here today. How was your weekends, guys? A lot of March Madness, college basketball betting. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of that, but I think the madness was really uh, fading the Columbus Blue Jackets <laughs> this weekend. That was that was kind of my madness. Uh, got a little bit of information that Columbus may be enjoying their time out west. They were in Anaheim on Friday, had a day off in Vegas on Saturday before playing the Knights on a uh, Sunday afternoon, and uh, I was able to hammer a few bets over the weekend and uh, all. All but two of them cashed, and it was uh, very profitable. So the, I know basketball is on the forefront for a lot of people, and I did watch a bunch of games. That was a lot of fun. Did well with uh, some of the hoops betting. But the real March Madness for me was uh, finding that out and uh, hammering it on Anaheim, which was a, a real sweat, and then uh, a much easier game on Sunday afternoon with the Vegas Golden Knights beating them out 7-2. Fair enough. That's a pretty <laughs> solid weekend there then, yeah. uh, getting that and being able to take advantage of that. So. Not too bad, and so money. How about yourself? How was your weekend? It uh, it was good. Uh, T- TCU last night uh, was a was a nice icing on the cake. But now you know that I'm gonna pay f- pay f- pay for that one. Now usually when I um, just the way it works out. Whenever I win a game like that, I I'm gonna lose a bunch straight now. So I'm so I so I enjoyed it last night, but now I'm gonna have to pay the gambling gods back. Well, look at it this way, maybe. Uh, we did our Saturday picks, and for those who don't know, oh. we do tweet out on Saturday uh, our best bets. Everyone submits theirs. We'll tweet out a list of them, who made the best bets, and we'll track them all in BetSam so you can see them after uh, how the progress from Saturday did. But if you want a tail on Saturday, because there is no show, you can see them on our Twitter account listed on the side there beside Alex. You can see Edgework HQ is our Twitter, so you can go follow that, turn on tweet notifications. But so many believe you had the over six and a half in the yeah. New York Rangers-Pittsburgh game, and Ooh. that one was... Uh, six nothing it ended up finishing it was a bunch of goals early and then that was about that so maybe you look at it the other way it, it was That's you got true. robbed the day yeah. before and then they paid you back so now we're level <laughs> playing field we'll move forward and have uh, uh decent luck moving forward but um, i like that maybe. positivity zach i love it yeah like, let's start the week off right let's start so the week positive off on, the right on a monday morning let's go let's go <laughs> Monday's always <laughs> dreadful. You wake up. We we come on here. We have like three games, and I'm sitting here like telling you guys before like this sucks. We have no games tonight. Like, and then we got finally got we got five games. We get the yeah. TCU cover last night. I was on that as well, plus four and a half. So think of it the other way. Let's go the other way. Positive vibes on a Monday morning, and 
Connor Hartle here saying that TCU three was yeah. payback for Charleston losing. So we are good. So uh, there you go. More positive vibes for me. So many it. more yeah. positive vibes. Let's get into the t uh, the games for today. We'll break each of them down. If anybody in the chat has any questions, please make sure to fire them off there. We'll try to answer them. It will, if you have your own best bets that you're wondering about, make sure to put them in there as well. We'll try to get to them. But uh, before you even fire off your questions or anything, make sure to subscribe here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel as well as liking this stream. Helps us get out there. Uh, helps us get to more people. So that would be greatly appreciated if you could do that. But let's get to the game, starting with the Ottawa Senators-Pittsburgh Penguins game. Ottawa on the road to Pittsburgh. Their playoff hopes at this point are essentially diminished. They'd have to win out for the rest of the way, basically, and hope for some miracles ahead of them to happen. They uh, went on a run here where they're five-game losing streak. They're 4-5-1 in their last 10 they are now seven points back of Pittsburgh, who's holding on to that second wild card spot. And Pittsburgh is barely holding on to that. As you look, they are one point up on the Florida Panthers. They have the same amount of games played. Uh, They're on a three-game losing streak coming into this one. Florida is also playing here tonight, so we could have an opportunity for a swing where we wake up tomorrow morning if Pittsburgh loses, Florida wins, where we see a shift in the standings. But, I mean, if we're going to look at this game here tonight, Ottawa right now plus 146 on the road against a Pittsburgh team who hasn't been playing that well lately, but a little bit of desperation in their sales. Alex, would you say that this line is about accurate for where it should be? It's Pittsburgh at home, a team that is holding on to that second wild card spot, maybe a little bit more likely to have some jump, trying to hold on to that position, minus 156 at home tonight? Yeah, I mean, oh, definitely a, a fair line. I mean, it actually could maybe a, a tad bit short just on what – uh, the Sens have been doing. But if you look, you know, they played uh, tough the other game against Toronto, which is always a, you know, a big rivalry for them. And, and you know, coming up short on that and now having to play a Pittsburgh team that you know has got to be frustrated with the way that they lost uh, Saturday night national TV game and just getting embarrassed. And, uh, you know, probably happy to just not see, you know, red, white, and blue uniforms for a while. But, I mean, they played the Rangers three times within the span of a week. Just just getting another opponent is probably uh, a, a welcome change. So, I like Pittsburgh here early. I like the first period puck line. Uh, I was able to lay a half a goal grab plus 130 in that spot. I think they could come out hot and uh, at least get out of that first period of the lead. But, like I said, Ottawa's been a bit feisty, keeping games close against the top teams. They, you know, kept it close against uh, Colorado, kept it close against Toronto. So maybe they have some fight and maybe a good game that maybe jump on them live if they uh, can show some some resilience and battle back. But I think Pittsburgh comes out of that first period with the lead. So again, you want to lock that in there? The yeah. Pittsburgh uh, puck line minus. 0.5 plus 152 best price available you can find so make sure to shop around different books uh we will lock that in here on the edgework show so track that for tonight uh so money is there anything for you in this game that you'd be looking at i'm just waiting for some notes here uh from the morning skate my concern will, will with both teams right now is that uh neither team can get saves right now um and there is a difference right now between uh tristan jari and um casey DeSmith. Um, while Jari's form has been has been horrendous, um, De Smith has actually actually been been pretty pretty okay. Um, again, the bar is low for for Penguins goalies this year. Um, the difference between these teams right now is that um, the Penguins have shown some ability to be able to tighten it up, um, even though it doesn't show up on the scoreboard a lot of times lately. Um, it's their goaltending that has let them down. 
Um, on the other hand, we look at Ottawa. Um, not only has Ottawa's goaltending let them down, but they've shown nothing defensively either. Um, so I'm not on Pittsburgh yet. Um, there's also um, the morning skate. There's no Petrie, no Pedersen, and no Ruda at the at the morning skate right now. So a team right now that's already struggling to um, keep keep the puck out of their own end. Um, now they're going to um, be be without without three three of their defensemen as well. So so that's concerning. Um, I'm waiting to see who gets the call in goal. It is going to be Jari. It looks like so. I'm more inclined to bet the over here. Um, I think a plus money seven would be better for me. Um, if I think I think a half half unit on a plus money seven would be would be the way to go um, for that. Yeah, it 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 does look like Jari. So yeah, I, I I'd be more. I'd be more inclined to bet the seven here. I'm, I'm, I think we can do a half there. All right, so we'll lock that in as well for a half unit. So for anyone following along, we did play the uh, first period puck line, Pittsburgh Penguins minus 0.5 uh, at, for a full unit. And then now we're locking in the over seven plus 120 for a half unit on this game here tonight with that if, confirmation of... So, Mike, if you're playing that, if you're playing that with a, like a smaller unit scale, would you also possibly maybe look to try to grab six and a half and a plus price in game if that comes available early in the contest uh depends how in game we're talking right if it's like um i've seen some 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 live lines that within a couple minutes they'll 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 they'll, they'll move a half a goal and that's and, and that's too aggressive um if like if if that's the case then yes absolutely um if it's like 10 minutes in for example then no yeah okay i got you all right uh, so we will recap all the picks at the end of the show, just for anybody watching or anybody listening right now, who's, uh, wondering or wondering what we'll do through the next few games. So we will go through all of them at the very end. So, you know, exactly what we've bet and how much we've bet on each of the games, but moving on to the next game. And as I had kind of teased here with the Pittsburgh Penguins, just holding on to that last wild card spot, the team that's chasing them is the Florida Panthers. And right now they are sitting that one point back of Pittsburgh. They've got the same number of games played so far in the season. They both play here tonight. Florida's on a two game win streak right now doing pretty well over their last few games, 7-2-1 and one in their last 10, coming into this one on the road in Detroit. Detroit right now on a two-game losing streak, and they are 2-7-1 and one in their last 10, struggling a little bit, but they did kind of wave the white flag at the deadline, trade off a bunch of pieces and decide, uh, make their decision of what they were going to be to finish out this season. Now, so money, I'll go to you first on this game here tonight. Looking at where Florida's at, in a dip, bit of a desperation spot, minus 180 on the road. Would this be maybe a price that you'd be looking at, uh, that you'd be willing to lay? Would you maybe look towards a total? Is this something, a game that you would just stay away from altogether? So the so the price right now comes in about where I have it. Um, so I'll be laying off just a couple of notes on this game. Um, as surprising as it seems, the, the, the Wings are actually playing better defensively than 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 what the market wants to give them credit for. Um, they've also gotten themselves into into low event games, but the problem is that Vili Huso is not the same goalie that he was last year. So that's 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 kind of 
I, I guess you can say deflating the the uh, the the defensive numbers in the market for for the wings. Um, I've mentioned my concerns about Bobrovsky's workload the last the last week or so, um, and we're starting to see that um, kind of come come to fruition in his play here. Um, the Panthers recalled Alex Lyon. They're on a back-to-back, so I'm assuming he's going to get one of these two starts. Otherwise, there was no reason to to um, to call him back up. I would assume he's going to go tomorrow in Philadelphia. So um, with with Bobrovsky in net, I'm assuming, um, I think that the Panthers are fair. Um, I do still want to get involved in the under possibly, but I would um, I would need this to get up to a seven. Um, so once if if it does get to a seven and we have Bobrovsky in goal with Vili Husso, um, I'd I'd be betting the seven there, the under seven. Okay, uh, and Alex, I'll let you give your breakdown in this game, but you are the in regulation guy on this Edgeworks show, whether it be draws or uh, or just money line in regulation. And Daniel H here is saying maybe Florida in reg, uh, but not real strong on it. Just the lean. Do you have any opinions on Florida in regulation, sign or any in regulation plays in this game? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like this game would be a draw. So I would lean toward Florida in regulation. They've been. Uh, taking care of business as far as beating teams that that are worse than them and and, and something that they struggled with earlier in the year they're starting to get that uh, rolling around like I said Detroit's falling out of favor right now but you know uh, like I said with Bobrovsky is confirmed in net the thing I'm actually looking at here would be the under uh, two and a half for Detroit team total look at the Bobrovsky's numbers against Detroit in 31 career starts 21 23 six and one with a 1.87 goals against a 9.37 save percentage and three shutouts. So he has always played this team well for some reason throughout his career. Whichever stops it's been, uh, he's just been a Red Wing killer, basically. So I would actually go under two and a half, uh, that plus 121 on Detroit. We've seen Detroit uh, have some games where they've just struggled to get uh, past three goals. So I think this could be one of those games that Florida's really locking things down on the blue end, and Bobrovsky's solid in that, that this should be one that cashes. Uh, and you want to go full unit on this here? This will be a half unit. Okay, so there you go. So uh, I'll play in this game here tonight between the Florida Panthers, Detroit Red Wings. We're going to take the team total for the game on Detroit under 2.5 plus 121. Uh, so there is another one, and we would also be looking at uh, maybe if the total could get to a 7, uh, we would take the under in this game, correct? So money. Uh, so that would be a, a look as well if you see the market move that way. Um, is there a price that you'd be willing to play that to? Let's say it gets to the seven that you'd be comfortable with getting at. Yeah, minus uh, seven, minus 125, I'm good. Okay. All right. So for those following along at home, if you, maybe you're watching this back later or by the time we get to the end of the show, if one of those pops, maybe that's something that will lock in. But as for right now, something to just keep an eye out for as it is six and a half across the board here that we're seeing uh, for this Florida Detroit game tonight. So bunch of plays already. We're only through two games and we got three left. Let's move on to the Chicago Colorado game. Chicago, uh, I don't know if you guys have taken look or taken a look at the standings lately, but now you're starting to see more of the 
X's and E's pop up for teams who have clinched playoff spots or officially being eliminated. And now Chicago, one of those teams officially eliminated from the playoff and you get that little E on the ESPN NHL standings app popping up beside them. Uh, three, six, and one in their last 10. They've uh, not been great all season long and that has just continued here as their march to uh to connor bedard continues on facing off against colorado who is absolutely buzzing right now going the other way on a five game win streak they're third in the central creeping up on minnesota right now two points back on them they've got a couple games in hand three points back on dallas couple games in hand on them looking at colorado tonight though we do have another one of these massive prices Alex, could this be potentially a spot to look here at the Blackhawks and maybe, maybe have some type of interest in betting on the Blackhawks tonight against Colorado in Colorado or just stay away from this one? Do it, Alex. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> no, this, this is a total stay away game for me. Uh, I said Colorado is rolling hot right now. And the Hawks, I mean, they've been competitive. Like I said, three, six, and one, those three wins in that one overtime uh, loss, they've, they've been, you know, feisty, but it's been against lesser competition. Uh, you know, had a, a chance to go to OT uh, in that game against Arizona on Saturday and the Blues in that. So I just think now, like I said, now that the teams are realizing that E is next to their name, we're starting to see some of these teams kind of officially bottom out. And, you know, you got a few guys, you know, you'll have call-ups, you have lineups being shaken up like, Mackenzie Entwistle was on the power play, top power play unit for the Hawks the other night. He's got, got just not a, a guy I see slotted to be uh, with high offensive potential. So it just tells you what's going on with the Hawks. I mean, the, the tank is 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 going full steam ahead right now. If anything, you look at this game, maybe look for a Colorado team total, but even that's pretty high. I'm seeing four and a halfs everywhere. So you, if you have a book that can adjust yeah. that, like an MGM, maybe look for a four. Other than that, this is a complete stay away. Yeah, and hilarious saying that too. The team total for Colorado, four and a half. Looking at game total here, six and a half on the night. So uh, just adding those two together, just interesting how that plays out. But Alex, I mean, this is one of those spots or, or this is one of those things where you're talking about, hey, they've been competitive over the last little while. I think the one of the best ways I ever heard it described was the dignified tank. You're trying, you're competing, you're out there but you're still losing the games. So you're not picking up points. That's a perfect way to do it. You're not just getting blown out every night. You're still competing, yeah. but and, still and that's the thing. It's the losses are going to become less and less dignified uh, <laughs> between now and the, and the end of the season. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so money, you said we've talked about, Hey, maybe you're interested in player props starting to get into that next season. Uh, Daniel H saying, I think he prefers player props in this game here tonight. Uh, if you're not, if you're maybe not looking at player props, is there anything that you'd be willing to play in this Colorado Chicago game tonight? I, I don't think so. Um, I think that, uh, Alex kind of kind of touched on everything there and um, with the way that the Hawks are playing. And it just goes to show how random that that win against Boston was. It just, I, I I have no idea what to make of that game. And it just, it just came out of nowhere, but, but that's hockey, right? It's just stuff like that happens all the time. So um, I'm not laying this price on Colorado uh, because it is hockey. Um, and I, and I come in pretty, actually pretty close to, to 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 what the market is, I made Colorado um, minus four minus four eighteen, right? So I'm not gonna go rush to bet Colorado at that at, at that number right now. So um, it's a it's a pass for me, um, 
and yeah, I got I got nothing there. Okay, stay away from from the entire Edgeware crew today. That is one of those spots. But uh, if you want to get uh, ridiculous, this could be one of those ones where you flip the other way and you want to see maybe go minus one and a half on Chicago tonight. We had a couple of those hits uh, hit over the past couple of sure. weeks where yeah. we just flipped the line on some of these big numbers. Um, and Matthew Bingham saying player props have been hitting in some of these predictable blows, plus money on assists for guys like Riley Smith, Petrangelo, et cetera, and yesterday's Vegas game, for example. Um, have either of you guys been able to take advantage of any of those in some of these spots? Yeah, a little bit. And and now that we have, you know, everything settled post-trade deadline, we can start looking at where, you know, people are placed, like I, like I mentioned about power play, uh, you know, lines and different things like that. And that's something you can start looking at, power play points. You always find plus value with those. Uh, you know, it's finding some guys who are on streaks, finding some of those guys who were grinding all season, maybe on the third or fourth line, but now they're getting some some top tier minutes because their team's you know out of favor or trades have been made. So, yeah, you can kind of uh, you know just just kind of browse around lineups, look how they're set, and then maybe pick off some of these player props throughout a given week. Right. All right. Two games left here to break down. We'll see if we got – I know we one of them. We're going to have a, a look in here, but we'll see if we'll build the next one with the San Jose going on the road to take on the Edmonton Oilers. San Jose now down to second last in the NHL, dead last in the West. They're on a six-game losing streak going into this one. Meanwhile, the Edmonton Oilers going the other way. Three-game win streak, 7-3 in their last 10. They are third in the Pacific right now, and uh, they could possibly catch up to L.A. if they – kind of put down uh, put down a couple good performances in a row. Maybe L.A. kind of falters a little bit, but you're looking at them four points back, third in the Pacific as it stands right now, and we're looking at another pretty big price here tonight, minus 320 with the Edmonton Oilers at home against San Jose. So money. We are all Oilers, but are we Oilers tonight here against San Jose in terms of what we are willing to bet? These Oilers numbers are getting insane, eh? I remember um, last year I was uh, I was riding the Oilers at this time as well, and um, it was nowhere near this. So uh, it's a it's a it's a layoff for me. Um, let's see what they do in net here. Um, Skinner finally um, is the number one guy there, so that's um, so that's so that's good to see. Um, I could see uh, Campbell coming in here as. As well, so with Campbell, um, I do like the over a bit. Um, we're at uh, oh, you have it up there, yeah. So um, yeah. with 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 Campbell, I think a plus money seven makes sense. With Skinner, um, I'll be laying off this game. Um, this um, I, we've we've said it multiple times. There's such a big difference right now between uh, between those two guys. Like it 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 does really impact. Um, in impact my numbers right now, so I do need to wait and see who the um, who the Oilers goalie will be. Okay. Anything yeah, for you, for this, on Alex? Yeah, I'm going first period over two plus a dollar five. Edmonton seven straight first period overs, thirteen and three in the last sixteen. And uh, I mean San Jose's defense has just been up and down. This, this seems seems like it's going to be a game full of goals. So even over seven makes sense if you can find that plus number. So. But I like the first period over a bit more than that full game. And the and the other thing too about the Oilers is that you look at their at their defensive metrics lately. They they actually do want to play 
playoff hockey and play better better defensively and and they're and they're starting to the the scoreboard shows one thing right and that's always what i stress is that um we we can't just be looking at the final score all the time so um so, so the scoreboard says that the Oilers games um there's a, a bunch of goals all the time but they are starting to play well defensively they're such a good offensive team that um that even when they're playing well defensively it does transition into their offense and i think that um they have figured out that that's the way that they that they need to play and going into the playoffs um if they just i i keep seeing this all year and it just bugs the hell out of me if they just need average goaltending and and this team can be a powerhouse and it's just i really hope skinner is that guy that's that's all they need just give me some average goaltending yeah I mean, fair enough. They did struggle a lot with the goaltending early on. I think adding Matias Ekholm to yeah. the back end there really solidifies the D that Edmonton has now. It gives different guys opportunities. I mean, looking at even Evan Bouchard, the position that he gets put in now, getting to exactly. play with a guy like uh, Matias Ekholm rather than having to be like the older player in his defensive pairing that he was on earlier in this season. All of a sudden, you have just a completely different outlook on how things are played and how things look there, but... Yeah, Edmonton has really taken a lot of steps, especially since that trade deadline. And they had one of the biggest acquisitions that they could possibly have without even having to trade for anybody. And that was reacquiring Evander Kane, essentially. Like him coming back into the lineup, being healthy here again is a huge add for Edmonton down the stretch. But Alex, before we move off of this game, just want to clarify you taking the first period over to plus 105, full unit or half unit on this one? This would be a full unit. Okay, so there you go. Another official play locked in. If you are following along, Edmonton, San Jose, first period over two, plus 105 for a full unit in that one. Now, final game. This is a team here, so money and I have had numerous discussions on the show throughout the year, whatever days it's been with the Calgary Flames. What are they? What is this roller coaster that we have been taking on with the Flames, trying to figure out whether or not they are a good team, a bad team, an unlucky team? It is. It was unclear for a while. Now we're sitting in a spot where they are four points out of the playoffs. They could find themselves a way to get in, but for a back of Winnipeg with a game in hand right now, Six back of Seattle, unlikely to be able to catch up to them, especially with the way they've been playing and their consistency levels, even looking 4-3-3 three, and three in their last 10. Now they're going to go in tonight and face off against an LA Kings team who's second in the Pacific, two points back of Vegas, four points up on Edmonton, and LA right now 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. Alex, I'm going to throw this one to you. You are wearing that vintage, very nice <laughs> LA Kings jersey. And if you're you. listening on podcasts right now and not able to see it, I encourage you to just even flip over to YouTube just to be able to get a look at this LA Kings jersey he's rocking right now. What are you looking at here tonight in this LA Kings game? Uh, I do. I like the Kings on the money line. LA at $1.10 this morning. And it's just uh, this is a, a team. I trust they're finally going to get into this run of playing some solid playoff style hockey. I think they're going to, you know, sharpen the sword for a lack of a better term right now, moving forward. They're going to, you know, start playing a bit more responsible in the back end, but also, uh, you know, find their ways to, you know, timely manage the rush, not just, you know, be balls to the wall, uh, a speed team. They're going to get back to that style. Ironically enough, the style that they were doing, playing under Daryl Sutter, who they're going to be facing tonight. 
Uh, I, I think that's the way they have to kind of win these games. And, and Calgary, like I said, they're just so schizophrenic of a hockey team right now where it, it's just hard to back them in any given night. And I think the way that they lost uh, that OT game to Dallas, I think that's where we might start seeing Calgary just officially make their slide uh, out of that postseason picture and, and the Kings start to solidify things. So uh, I think it's a cheap price, $1.05, $1.10. I'm going with the Kings tonight. Okay. Yeah, I, I I agree with Alex here as well. I think that um, the Kings right now, they are a defensive behemoth. I think I read somewhere that um, this month um, they're the, they've they've given up the fewest goals. And, um, of course, it's not a coincidence that um, once uh, once Quick was uh, shipped out, um, their, their goals against numbers improve, although they have been trying to play better defensively for, for for a while now it's just um they were another team where where their goaltending was letting them down so um i think i think alex nailed it um you you look at this flames team you just know with the way that hockey goes sometimes that if they find a way to get in the playoffs they're gonna go on a run right Um, Mm -hmm. they're probably gonna upset dallas or something and then um and then here we go so but again um, they're a tough team to trust, especially with uh, Markstrom. Every time I think that, okay, it looks like he's trying to, um, he's he's starting to turn the corner. Um, he's back to below average goaltending. So um, tough to trust him right now in a game where I would expect the Kings to really, really tighten it up. Um, I don't know if um, the margin of error for, for Markstrom is there to... Um, to basically there it's it's not going to be a game like the stars where um it was a 6-5 game and um that's just not the type of game it's going to be against the Kings. so um i do i do struggle with markstrom i'm i'm more inclined to um to the kings right now so i i do i do agree with that um with with alex here it'll be it'll be the kings or nothing for me all right, so there you have it. There's our official plays for the day. That is all five games broken down, gone through. So if you do want to watch them back, you didn't miss any. Obviously, you can go over and watch the full episode on YouTube. That was live streamed as well. You can go on to all podcasting platforms and watch it there. But a quick recap of all the picks for today as well as uh, prices laid and the unit size on them. We'll run through it here now. We're going to start off in the Ottawa-Pittsburgh game where we're looking at the over 7 plus 120. That would be for a half unit there. Same game as well. We're going the first period puck line on the Pittsburgh Penguins plus 152 for a full unit. So two plays in that one. Over 7 plus 120 half unit as well as the Penguins first period puck line. The minus 0.5 plus 152. Then we move on to the Florida-Detroit game where we have the... Detroit Red Wings team total for the game under two and a half plus 121 against the Florida Panthers that as well for a half unit so under two and a half for the team total Detroit Red Wings plus 121 half unit then second last play of the night San Jose at Edmonton we are looking at the first period over two plus 105 for a full unit that would be the over two First period plus 105 full unit and final play of the game for or the, of the night. Uh, we're going to the Calgary LA Kings game and we are taking the LA Kings money line minus 105 
for a full unit in that one. So uh, if you're looking for all the picks and all the plays, you can obviously track them all on Betstamp and see how we've done throughout the course of the year. They will be hidden until game time. So you can watch back the show, whether it be uh, on podcasting platforms or here on YouTube, or you can skip to the end and see all the picks that were given out throughout the course of the show. But if you're looking for the reasoning why and what were what determined us getting to those and what play, prices we're comfortable with playing, make sure to head over to the YouTube or listen on podcasting platforms to see what and why we pick things. So thank you to everyone who tuned into the show here today. So money, Alex B. Smith. Thank you guys for hopping in here, uh, giving your insight, giving your analysis. Greatly appreciated as always. To you guys, good luck on your bets. Good luck with uh, March Madness as you continue on. I look forward to seeing you guys throughout the rest of the week. And to everyone else who hopped in the show here today, make sure to like this stream, subscribe to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. I will see everyone else back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Good luck on your bets tonight. Thank <laughs> you.